Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. What is everyone? Welcome to the Nerd On Update, where we talk about the nerdy news that we're excited about from the last week, and then we answer questions from you guys. The people. People. Uh, we don't introduce ourselves in the show. We just go straight into the news. So, Tom, start us off. I'm starting it off, Caitlin. <laughs> okay, so this is what ha- happened, baby. So, um, tell me about it. Normally, I'm you know the DC boy, as is per usual. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, you're the what? Me. As per usual, the the DC what? The DC B O Y. AKA boy. There we go. Now I understand. <laughs> I need to have people who are listening to this for the first time understand what I'm saying, and then they'll catch on. Um, oh, okay. Anyways, um, so I never cared about them before with that. But yeah, well, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was introducing it. It was introducing it first, and now I'm yeah. like, okay, well, now here it is. Okay, you know? proud. Um, you know, like Iron Man one didn't come out being just like, oh, we're Marvel Universe. And it's like we have to just, and then everyone now all the movies are like we don't have to, we don't have to explain anymore. So. Um, what I'm talking about today, though, is a little important just because in my realm of interest of TV, film, comic books, all that jazz, um, something interesting happened in the world of cinema and um, talking about what's going on with our pandemic and everything. And America's uh, still shut down for the most part, where every other country's gotten their shit together. Um, Disney has decided to pull the plug, so to speak, and just commit to a course of action, which is to um, uh, launch, release, premiere, showcase, whatever it is, stream Mulan, the live action uh, reimagining of the Disney animated classic that's purely from the, the marquee of what they call it, um, onto Disney Plus, or as some would, t- would say, Disney Plus Plus, because it's <laughs> going to cost your sweet booties $30, or like $29.37, something like that. There's some tax. Wow. To, um, to watch that bad boy. And that's and- just to rent it. Mm, or is it buying it i think it's to just watch it to stream so yeah i guess it would be oh um but uh so they're basically treating it like a digit like if you were to go to the movies it might cost you for two tickets thirty dollars so okay exactly but i don't think you would own it which is interesting um and it's you know as like i said like i want to make sure that people are supporting things equally and all that stuff and everyone's just up disney's butthole because disney is the happiest company in the world but also they're Mm -hmm. brand new to streaming so it's like they're going to make it it is it is 30 dollars to watch it as many times as you want as long as you keep your disney plus subscription yeah so it's like having owning it it's like having uh, apple music right it's like wow if you don't pay anymore then bye bye baby um, but that also, um, talks a little bit like, you know, the internet's a funny place where a lot of people can air their differences and, uh, thoughts. And a lot of people did not understand why movie theaters were so upset. And I want to kind of talk about just perspective. I don't own a movie theater, but I could, but I am part of a business of a podcast. And I can only understand of when a big company that is primarily part of your res- your income Large part um, of your income, too. That says that we're going to release it in theaters, and you were expecting that the theaters to to, to screen it um, and then pull it from out of the rug and tell everyone at the same time publicly that we're no longer going to be in theaters. Um, you're now telling everyone at the same time that you you know cheated on their brother. You know That's what you pretty much did. Like Instead of telling them behind closed doors, like, hey, we're not going to do this. We're going to tell this to the rest of the world in about three weeks. So I want you, you and your companies to get prepared for this. 
Um, so having that grain of salt in mind, a lot of people are saying like, oh, what are you talking about? Everyone's been doing this. Schools, businesses, sports, entertainment, everyone's doing it. Why, why is it so mad? It's like, it's, it's boggling for theaters because Disney's been able to play it both sides. Saying like, hey, you have to be understanding to us because we're in a pandemic. But also, we don't have to give you a heads up because we're in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So it's just really tough because so I'm like assuming double a lot standard of kind of thing. Well, oh it's, man, it's it's shitting on the graces that they have built. Like obviously, the, a lot of theaters wouldn't be where they are and successful without Disney films. But also, when you're like, well, now it's everyone for themselves, and we're just going to, you know, cut our losses, and we've put millions of dollars in the marketing campaign to say in theaters. You know, we're, we're not going to make any money on Fulan anymore. We've now lost money. So now we have to make as much money as we can get. So there, it's, it's a little political because you have to see like both sides of the, of the argument where of understanding ends and business, you know, in, uh, introduces itself. But that's not the only thing that happened in streaming news. Um, Harry Potter, which is uh, a Warner Brothers, I think it's a New Line Cinema as well under Warner Brothers, will no longer be on HBO Max uh, oh. on October. Um, they are going to Peacock, um, which oh. is really weird because it's everyone knows Universal Studios, right? Universal, NBC, Universal. Yeah. Why is Harry Potter World there? Because Warner Brothers licensed it to Universal. So it's interesting to see the play of where licenses go. Because yeah. unlike, and I mean, I say this in a very benign way, unlike Disney, where it sounds like they just like, want to take all of their rights back and keep it to themselves, we're seeing a little interplay between streamers. Yeah. And whether it is a licensing agreement, because a lot of DC films are now moving to uh, to Netflix. And so some DC films that were on HBO Max are no longer there. So people are like, what's going on? Obviously, you know, behind closed doors, curtains, inside baseball, whatever you want to call it, licensing agreements happened before the idea or the advent of launching streamers. So... Again, it's going to be like, why is Endgame on Netflix and not on Disney Plus? Where it's like, well, give it a couple of you know months yeah. and then we'll get it back. I mean, so, I know that Disney's making a huge push. They hit their five-year Disney Plus goal within eight months. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, oh but keep in mind, like the pan- they didn't obviously plan on the pandemic. So no, so, or did but they? still. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah. So it's interesting that um, that Harry Potter, all eight films will be on uh, Peacock, um, which. Peacock, I think, has "quote unquote" gar- garnered some uh, faith just because it's freemium, um, and where you can join for free, watch some things. But if you want, you know, "quote unquote" premium product, then you have to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that I'm really excited about, and this is no type of information at all, but coming this September, really Scott's original TV series will be coming out, "Raised by Wolves," um, and that looks baller. I don't know if y'all are into the sci-fi like world and it looks like if walking dead met westworld like that's what it looks like it looks baller af um and uh i'm excited that's it that's all that's all that i'm, that's I'm gonna say it's september really scott uh it's original uh story there's no source material at all and um i, I think it looks really really cool that's it i'm done tom's excited wow it looks dope joy and tom but wow. also, really, Scott is a hit and miss sometimes. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is the truth. This, this, this is the truth. Uh, I'll go. Um, some exciting um, news came out this week that John Wick Five is happening, and it will be filmed back to back with Four. Um, I'm excited because I like the John Wick series um, so far. You but, like Keanu? 
I like Keanu, yeah. Who doesn't? He's a good human, and I just want to support him. Um, but also what I think is interesting is that there's this fan theory that the John Wick series is actually, it symbolizes oh the God. five stages of grief. Oh, okay. No, no. Um, where it is denial, anger, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And this fan theory is like, even before the fifth movie was announced, announced. they said there's going to be five movies and it's going to be this. And it's it's very interesting. And I'm like, oh, what if what if it is? And if you like, because there's a few breakdowns of how it, how it does follow that kind of like the first one is about denial. The first, the second one's about anger, the third ones, and they break down the scenes of how this proves this. And it's very interesting. So it's, so if that's the case, that means that John wick four is depression and John wick five is the acceptance portion of it. Oh. I'm very interested to see how it goes. Uh, if, if it is actually at all the case, but I say it seems more just like anger. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of anger coming. I'm back. I love the idea, but yeah, there's not a whole lot of denial he, in that first one. <laughs> well, he's denying. Like, he's denying the death of his wife, or he's um, denying that he's back. He's like maybe that's it. it. It's it's little. It's it's one of those things that it's, it's like a stretch theory say, that you like. Yeah, I have to read into that because it doesn't <laughs> seem like he's denying his wife. These death. are my denial guns. These well, are my. Well, he's not getting guns. rid of her these stuff. Are my anger guns. <laughs> these are true, 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 true. Um, <laughs> call it. Des and Troy together, they're destroy. <laughs> um, uh, shout out to Thor Ragnarok. But like in John Wick three for bargaining, like he actually pleads to a higher power, or he asks the high table for a stay of execution. So it's like there's little mm-hmm. things that you're like, it's kind of a stretch. But and now you've true. infected our audience with this fan theory. <laughs> it's interesting. No, I, those are fun. Yeah, um, uh, it's like the whole Andy and. Yeah, Toy Story and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 Pokemon and the end of the world kind of yeah. thing. But, uh, yeah, that's my news. True. Next. Uh, yeah, mine's quick. Uh, we have officially joined the Wizard of the Coast creator program. So, oh, that's official. Uh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's official. I did not uh, know that. <laughs> so, Surprise. Uh, look for a slew of content. Don't have much to announce right now, but look for a slew of content coming your way. Uh, join me on Mondays for some streams. We'll be doing... Magic Mondays will be doing either ladder climbs, deck building, or playing against people like Josh, Ali, or Tasty. Can we call it the Triple M? Magic yeah. Monday Madness? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Magic like, Monday Madness. M with a three Q. You gotta be Guy Fieri, you know what I'm saying? It's like Triple yeah. D, Triple M. You know what I mean? I think that's the same. You know what? Never mind. Is it the same as another stream? It reminds me of something from anime, from like uh, Love Live. I was gonna say, I was gonna, like all the other streams you go, Live, laugh, love. No. <laughs> Like they're uh never mind. Watch the anime, you'll know. Anyways. Um speaking of animated things, I have two pieces of animation news that I'm very excited about. You guys, the Animaniacs are coming back. Really? Yeah, they so like it's been mm, weeks since you looked at 20, me. 22 years since the final episode. Uh on November 20th on Hulu. Uh, Steven Spielberg produced reboot is coming. Uh, so there's they they got a two season series order. It's gonna have Yakko, Wacko, Dot, Pinky in the Brain. Um, the the, the second season is gonna be coming back in uh, sometime in 2021. But that's kind of like all that's really known uh, as far as I'm aware. Um, but Spielberg is on it. Um, Sam Register. Um, 
uh, is also working on it as well with him. So it's, you know. Does that mean Pinky and the Brain's coming back too? Yeah, yeah. Yakko, Wacko, Dot, Pinky, the Brain, the, uh, yeah. So Animaniacs are back. I I don't know. I don't know about anybody else. It just says Yakko, Wacko, Dot, and Pinky and the Brain. Okay. If you, if I ever respond to you with coo, it's from the, the Good Feathers. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Cool. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. Cool. cool. Um, also, the other thing, you guys, remember you when were I just talked talking about, about this? I know. So, Has Been Hotel, um, the, uh, there was a, a music video that came out called Addict, and that was like maybe three weeks ago, and it blew up. I think it's at like 21 million views at this point. Well, as of a couple of days ago, A24 announced that Has Been Hotel is going to be coming out through them. Oh, wow. Um, and for those of you who don't know much about A24, um, uh, they keep cinema pretty weird, so it's a pretty good spot for them. They uh, worked on um, uh, Under the Skin, Tusk, Swiss Army Man, It Comes at Night, uh, Lady Bird, the Lighthouse, Uncut Gems. Pretty much um, any good movie you've seen in the last... A lot of great stuff you've seen. And uh, for, for those of you who are uninitiated with uh, Has Been Hotel, it is set in hell. Uh, it it features out. Charlie, who is like the <laughs> kind of the princess of hell, and and her girlfriend, uh, Vaggie, and um, like trying to make a place to reform the damned so that they can go to heaven, so the overpopulation in hell isn't a problem, so that they don't keep murdering uh, to keep population under control. Like there's a purge every year, essentially. Um, so she's trying to undo that. And then it's like the the crazy things that happen because they're in hell and there's demons everywhere. Um, but it's amazing. And I'm so, so, so excited for them. There's not much more information we have aside from that other than Husband Hotel and A24 are working on this thing. But that's very, very exciting stuff. Because um, that... That, like, knowing that internet projects and working on something, like, I know uh, Vivian Medrano has been working on this tirelessly for a very long time, so many people involved, um, and to see it, like, get picked up is just so awesome. So, one of those, like, keep working on your dreams, keep fighting, you can do it. Mm. Anyway, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, for the next part, Josh... Yes, Kestijones. for the last, what did you call them? Casiones? Castiones. Castiones. Um, for the last part of our show, we answer questions from you, uh, the audience. And if you would like to submit those questions, uh, there are a number of ways that you can do that. You can send an email to questions at nerdon.tv. You can go to a, a nice handy form that we have, nerdon.io backslash questions. Also, if you are a member of the um, Discord, there are channels within there that you can ask questions. And if you are a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get a Nerd On Nudge to have your questions answered first. And these questions can be anything like, Jeremy M. asks, who was your favorite Beatle and why? George Harrison. George Harrison. George Harrison. He He wrote the best songs. Yeah, it's controversial. Yeah, say, but all my guitars are on the weeps. Something here comes the sun. Yeah, his album Nothing All Things Must those. Pass was just. Oh. it's a beautiful album. Back to Hallelujah is a great song. Oh God, oh, sweet I Lord. Love I mean, oh, um, oh sweet Lord uh, is a, a phenomenal song. Uh, and he also supported the, film like 
one of our favorites, Monty Python. Monty like, Python. He basically budgeted the entire or, or produced the entirety of uh, Holy Grail because he just wanted to see it. Doesn't get much cooler than that. I do like the memification of Ringo Starr, though. He's also uh, one of the few Beatles who didn't um, hit his wife, which I like. Oh. One of the few? You mean one of the three? One of the four? What? No, no, no. It was like him and Ringo. Paul and, and John are both known to oh, have that's been abusive. Uh, yep. Got it. Especially John. Fuck John Lennon. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I was like, I do like Ringo Starr and how how nice he always is. Ringo Starr got the most fan mail. Yeah, but I just think I just think of the Simpsons episode where Marge like the old flashback and she sends a letter to him and then she doesn't get the letter back until she's like in her thirties, and um, she's like, this one thing that I wanted as a child now has solidified something that that I'm doing as an adult. So, Caitlin Caitlin doesn't like the Beatles. So, I actually like the Beatles, but there's sort of a backstory. That I'm like now ashamed of as an adult. But when I was young, I I had a thing with I I loved music and I would go like go drive hours with my friends to go see live concerts. And now she hates um, it. no, the uh so whenever I would go to a concert, if I met someone and I learned their name for them as a person, then I would like remember it um and associate them with their music and everything. But if I was just listening to if I was just listening to a CD or an album or something. I would only want to associate the album art and the number of the song with the music. I didn't want to know what the artist looked like. Oh, yeah, I remember. What their that. names were. I, know what I didn't want to know the name of the song. So it's like one of those things where, like the Beatles, I like the Beatles. I like their songs. I heart, like, I only know their name because it has been like showered on me you're, you're, with you try, like pop culture. You try to take um, away the celebrity out of it. Yes. So I, I don't really have a favorite Beatle because I wasn't ever focused on them as people. I only ever focused on the music. Wow. What, what are hipster? your favorite Beatles songs? Um, hey Jude, Blackbird. So you like Paul McCartney as yeah. a writer? As a writer, yeah. That's that's Dana's favorite. He writes all the poppy, pretty love songs. Well, I'm about that shit. He wrote so. yesterday. He wrote, <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. I mean... Yeah. I, I, I also remember. I mean, they're when, Lennon McCartney, but he wrote those ones. I also remember when Kanye West and Paul McCartney did a song together, and everyone's like, "Man, I don't know who this Paul McCartney is, but Kanye's going to give him a career." I'm like, "Why, oh, Poppins?" <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, next question comes from uh, Black Devil Mamba. Shout out, <gasps> Mamba. We call one of our Mamba. mods, Mamba. Um, if there Mamba. was a show, book, or video game. You can save from failure. What is it and how would you save it? I have an answer. Constantine. I got two. Yeah, it's the Constantine TV show. Okay. Um, how would you save it? Keep you know it on why, the air. Jesus you know Christ. You know why it died, right? Because they, why? Because so they shot in they some Midwest. It. And no, it was highly marketed. But it died in some Midwest town. And the thing that it really kind of came down to was... Um, when you shoot not in California, because California sucks to shoot things, um, other states will give you a tax credit. So, aka, when you use services and employ yeah. people, your your company will get paid to employ people to do that thing. So, the soundstage that they were using on Swamp Thing, they flooded the soundstage to make it an actual swamp. Yeah. Um, oh. And it was like 70 feet deep or something like that. It was a huge endeavor, and they had to construct it from the ground up. And then, when, like, after they shot like five episodes or seven episodes, I think production found out like the state had revoked 
what they were going to do. And so mm-hmm. they were like, oh, okay, well, actually that $58 million that we we're going to say we're going to give you, well, you're, you're not, you're, you're not going to get it. So it fucked up their entire schedule. And they, sh- and I think their 20 episode season got like whittled down to 13 episodes or like 10 episodes. Whoa. And they're like, it's just not feasible for the us. Same to thing happened anymore. to Constantine. Um, Constantine, I think it died because of ratings. That's um, what I was saying. Was, uh, Constantine, uh, not Swamp Thing. Uh, Constantine. Oh, Swamp I thing, knew about yeah. Swamp Thing. Yeah. But I would think, yeah, I would say the Constantine TV show would be the one I'd want to say. They, you can't put it on a Friday. You can't put it on a Friday. At yeah, put it in a better time slot. But also, because uh, Swamp Thing was marketed, Constantine was not marketed that well. Um, it's one of the truest adaptations from the comic book. Shout out to Boom Knight, who also I've had some great conversations yeah. with about this. Uh, and if you, if it has one of uh, the most loyal fan bases, not quite release the Snyder Cut loyal, but pretty damn close like heroes level yeah it's still to this day it's the reason his fan base for that constantine show matt ryan's fan base and that show's fan base is the reason he was brought back for the legends of tomorrow and swamp thing because they know there's a fan base for it they just don't know how to market the show correctly which is ridiculous what you need to do is put it on something like uh dc universe or hbo and make it an r-rated show and Uh you'll have a huge fucking success on your hands in a positive light of it, I remember like, and I was a big fan of Arrow and I'm a big fan of Stephen Amell because mm-hmm. I think he's a really fucking stand-up dude. And when the announcement of that they were going to cancel it, he hit Facebook Live yeah. immediately and said like, hey, if, and it's like, hey, CW, if we bring Constantine in, then he can guest star on the, on the show. And then that's like what introduced him into the show. All he that. guested yeah. on Arrow. Arrow and it was such a fucking baller move of like how powerful Steve Amell, Stephen Amell became on CW. Yeah. Like how Greg Berlanti and the rest of the team were just like, all right, we're going to do what the audience wants. Yeah. Really and Matt cool. Ryan, to be fair, has gone on to voice him in, in a few movies, animated movies. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and he's, I think he's kind of still tied to anything they might, might be doing next. But uh, I know Guillermo wanted to do a Justice League Dark movie with Matt Ryan attached, but I don't know what happened in that. Went into limbo. But that would be my show, I would say. I, I say that should be we'll see DC fandom, but I'm saying HBO Max do a do a dark series and then <sighs> just have Constantine Swamp Thing. It'd be great. Bring them all and back, then, baby. And Lucifer can fucking show up every once in a while, dude. And uh, uh, bring Dead Man onto that show, please. Boston, as, bring as Boston Bill, on as Bill Burr. Mm, yes, please bring Bill Burr on as Boston. Um, Kalen, Josh. Um. I mean, the, the one thing that comes to mind right now is a video game that Corey and I were actually a couple of years ago really excited about, Overkill's The Walking Dead, um, mm. uh, by the same company that did um, Payback? Payday. Payday. Um, we had a great time playing it. It was a lot of fun, but it just... It, I, I'm not sure what happened. It, it, something happened in the release, and it got pushed and pushed and pushed. And now I just found it on a list of like the worst commercial fails of video games in the past few years. And it's like, it looked like it was going to be a lot of fun. Um, I would have liked to have seen it come to fruition. Yeah. Um, but it um, Skybound Entertainment revoked their rights. Oh, really? Mm, wow. To the game. Yeah. So it was available to play for three months. Skybound said, eh, never mind. So they had to shut down the servers. And Overkill didn't have enough money to fight it. So that's what sucks. Hell yeah. It was a great game. We played it at E3. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Caitlin? 
I mean, the one Jackie Chan animated show. <laughs> well, Reaper. now that's my answer. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would want it to be um, hand drawn rather than uh, CG. CG. But uh, actually, the one I was thinking of was Firefly. Mm, okay. I would. I would. How would you fix it? That's the thing that I'm not as sure about. I mean, they aired things out of order. There's like a lot of things that you you'd have to like retcon. You'd have to retcon some stuff. Um, <clears throat> wash. Yeah, there there's a lot of things I would change, but it's one of those things where it's like there there's so many things to to adjust and shift around and put more budget in here and there and and that kind of stuff that it's not like just one catch-all answer of like ah oh, I would just turn this switch or dial or knob or whatever and it's going to be perfect now like um you guys you are much more entrenched in like the back end things you could say that NBC actually airs the episodes in the right fucking order yeah that would have helped probably <laughs> um honestly I think uh have someone else show run it. Have someone else show run it would be probably the main one. <laughs> I got, I got, I got two. Um, but wait, hold on. Did Josh? Did you have a way to fix uh, Overkill's Walking Dead? Have Skybound not retract their rights? Yeah, that's the only way. To fix work it. out have some Sky, deal. Have Skybound not be a little bit because it was a great game. It didn't need. You didn't need to change. It the had game a lot of potential. Yeah, I do remember how excited you guys were. I mean, yeah. it had a lot of potential, and I think that. Um, Check out the cinematics if you haven't seen them. Yeah. They had a lot of potential oh. of in-game mechanics that could have been really fun. But yeah, the only way to save it would, would have been like them working out the rights. Mm-hmm. Um, a video game uh, would be any of the Sonic video games. Oh. This is how you fix it. Oh, no. Don't make your like fucking launch week or announcement date like three weeks after you announce that it's coming out. Like, what the yeah. hell is wrong with you? <laughs> um, stop shipping out the games immediately. I get it, man. I get you gotta go fast, but sometimes not that slow fast. Down. Slow down, baby. Just people shouldn't be able to glitch through walls. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, a show, one show specifically, Game of Thrones, the last oh, season, oh. um, or just the whole show in, uh, altogether. You know who you have? You don't, and you don't. And how you fix it? You take D and D out as showrunners. You put uh, Mick G or Jeremy Carver. Oh wow. Uh, McGee. The, the the minds between behind uh supernatural. You know why? Because they have no qualms with running a show for 15 seasons. Yeah. So it's like you may lower in quality, but also you get to flesh out your characters. Because they know how to write characters without source material. True that. Or they just be like, okay, what do the audience want? Which and the showrunners of Game of Thrones didn't know how to do. That was their big deal. They were just like, we want to do Star Wars. It's yeah. Like, Calm down. You're still in this one, baby. Shit. Stars will We're still just be there. Just go watch Lord of the Rings. Um, and then uh, the last one will be uh, Avatar Legends of Korra. Mm-hmm. How would you fix it? Um, to give it a good like airtime, <laughs> they just fair. took it off the air and just put it on Nickelodeon's website, and it was super hard to find it. Yeah, um, which you know, it has faults in itself, but like the show, like just withered into the like, hate it gets obscurity is, is ridiculous. The fuck boys who. Yeah, Blame Cora for ruining Avatar can go get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> we can. Feeling strongly uh, today. I feel strong about that show. I think it was a great addition. And yeah. I don't understand. I can't comprehend the amount of hate it gets. I, like, yeah, I can't and, figure it out. 
I think it's it just did, like a sexist, totally misogynistic thing. I think it did more to expand what Avatar, what the Avatar is than the first show. But the first show has a better quote unquote story arc. But then the second show is like, oh, I'm exploring the world that you set up yeah. for me in, in, yeah. a, in a really wonderful way. So, and it did everything to subvert your expectations. I was like, mm-hmm. this is this is good subversion. So. Nice. All right, last question. Last question comes from Spencer. Shout out. Shout out to Spence. What MTG faction do you identify with? Up to three <laughs> colors, and he has broken it down for us. Organization, white. Curiosity, blue. Self-concern, black. Emotion, red. Instinct, green. I have no I wanna, idea. Here's the wheel. Go ahead, Corey. Okay. You, you just BuzzFeed um, our Zodiacs with it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Corey's going to know the um, best out of all of us. Tom. Let's start with Tom. I think Tom would be white and black. He'd be Orzov. Um, it's a it's kind of an order and making sure that basically if no one else can do it, I'll do it myself. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, just how I see the world in black and white. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Orzov, they tax... Uh, their big thing is, is in the Ravnica guilds is to tax people. But the way the mechanics work, white and black together, it's uh, it's kind of like uh, you sacrifice a bit of yourself to gain a lot. What kind of creatures? What kind of what kind of things are there in there? Well, black and white can have, black is mainly vampires. White they have vampires as well. But it's a lot vampires. of it's a lot of the way the black and white mechanic works is there's a lot of like whenever another creature dies, you gain one life, and your opponent loses one life. Or like if you sacrifice a creature, you gain all this life, and they lose all this life. And then when you gain life, they lose more life. It's it's, it's a lot fun. of making sure that <laughs> you're in control of what you do, and no one else is really. Uh, and I think Tom is very good at that. Um, let's see. I just slash people's tires. I'm gonna get there first, guys. Uh, <laughs> oh my I'll god, Caitlin, Caitlin next. I think Caitlin would be uh green and red. I rule. Yeah. I think it's a lot of like, I'm just gonna kind of push through this and I'm gonna, it's it's a little in it, and I don't mean this in a negative sense, it's a little chaotic energy. Like, mm-hmm. let's let's get this done. I'm gonna just barrel down and 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 aim for my opponent and just let's get through this. Let's I'm fucking do this. I'm doing like it. chaotic good energy for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um and uh but you do you do have a very with with green energy it's a lot of nurturing. So like nature, like making sure what you would be doing in, in what do you call it in magic is ramp, but really it's uh using the energy of of the earth to nurture uh what you need. Um and you have been working really hard to do that with yourself. Uh, and making sure you get what you need to make sure that everything's good. So I think gruel, oh, green shit. and red. Josh, um, I think you might be our f- mono color. Yeah. I think white. Maybe when I white heard and it, red. I was like, Josh. <laughs> white and red. Yeah. I think. I think you would be Boros. Uh, because they're, what the Boros Legion is, is they're, they're an army of of like basically order and passion. Um, Emotion. They're, they're basically like uh, knights and guards of their towns and their people. And they watch out for the people who live in the towns. And uh, they do respect order, but there's, there's room for passion within that. You can still be passionate and organized all at the same time. And I think that's Josh. <laughs> I think that's... I would agree. 
that's a very Josh. Um, and I think uh, I'll do Ali since he's not here. I think Ali. So he's no deck. Okay. No. Would be. Hmm. Ali's tougher. Green and blue. Simic. Yep. Um, Emotion. Oh no, that's instinct. <laughs> just by how I mean, it's all about. Um, it, technically, in the Ravnica guilds, it's like biochemistry. Like they create creatures, but but the way he meticulously works on graphics, and when he comes to our meetings, and uh, this is a little peek behind the curtain, uh, when he comes to our meetings and he wants to talk about something he's working on, he makes the most beautiful graphics. We did oh, a five-year yeah. for no plan. reason whatsoever. No one's going to see him but us for that ten minutes in that meeting. And it, it for me, it's just like you can tell that he sits there. And he works with it over and over and over again, much like the Simic work on creating their new creatures and evolving their creatures. And he's always trying to look for, with our graphics, what's next, what's bigger, what, what can we do? Uh, so I think that would be, I think he'd be Simic. I think he'd be blue-green. And I think I would be... Uh, hmm. Red. I think I would be, I think I might be a three-color Jess guy, which is red, white, and blue. I could see Because it. I like to do things a certain way i do have a uh emotional scale that can go up and down with red and blue i like to think things out like a fucking maniac before i purchase things especially i will i think before i got my camera i researched it for a year and a half first yeah. uh, and learned everything uh, i could about it um in, so in i think from taken jeskai what jeskai does is it's a lot of um the mechanic in the actual game is when you cast like non-creature spells it's all about um knowledge and uh using your basically what you have in your arsenal to gain more when you can um yeah i think just guy would be or just blue and white I isn't that the tell. deck you always use too blue and white is what i use all the time the cheating um, ass deck <laughs> i like knowledge i respect Jeez. knowledge oh cheat I'll tell you, Corey. All the time. Uh, yeah, the, Untap everyone. The other day, you told me to check out Mono Green, and it's an interesting deck. I uh, don't have enough wild cards to get a, a really solid Mono Green Stompy, baby. It's yeah, killing I know, it right it's now. It's killing it, but I don't have enough wild cards to do it. So I did a. I found a budget one that's still pretty, still pretty yeah. strong. Now all you gotta do is start playing, and you'll get more gold, get more wild cards. Yeah. Med- MTG Arena, <laughs> not sponsored. <laughs> yet. <laughs> Hashtag yet. So that's my answer. Nice. All right. Well, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. That sounds pretty pretty accurate across the board. Nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, everybody at home, thank you so much for listening. Uh, to Spencer, Mamba, and Jeremy, thank you for sending in your questions. Uh, your I will say this, Beatle? Spencer. What do you think? Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Because Spencer yeah. is a MTG content creator, so check. He is an aficionado, yes. I would call and him. And also on our Discord. Uh, do check out that yeah. Discord. There's always a lot of really cool conversations going on in there. Um, anywhere from, gosh, gardening to food to comics cosplay. and anime. There's cosplay now. We finally added that. Um, but yeah, check that out. Nerdon.io backslash Discord. Check out our Patreon uh, do consider joining that because it does allow us to grow. It does allow us to get better. Um, all sorts of really good stuff that comes with it. A lot of great benefits. Nerdon.io backslash Patreon. Um, stop by, rate and review us wherever you listen. Uh, it does help us to grow because we see that feedback and we take it seriously. Um, and it really means a lot to us when we get that positive feedback because it it uh, affirms 
what we're doing. And we work really hard on this show, and it's always nice Please. to get that. <laughs> it's always nice to get that um, that feedback from straight from the audience's mouth or keyboards. It's like a big old warm hug. Yeah, warmy hug. Um, but uh, yeah, that is it. That has been the Nerd On Update. Thank you so much. You know the drill. As always, Nerd, nerd On. on.